This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. It's a Friday, so we get to connect with Dr. Peter Hammond, who's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Here he is. Morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning. Well, 11th of November is packed full of meaning for uh, anyone whose relatives fought in the world wars and for those who had the privilege of growing up in Rhodesia, what today is Zimbabwe. 57 years ago, on Thursday, the 11th of November, 1965, at the most solemn moment of the 11th hour of Armistice Day, Ian Douglas Smith, the Prime Minister of Rhodesia, signed Rhodesia's unilateral declaration of independence from Great Britain. And the timing was deliberate because throughout the English-speaking world, 11 November is observed as Remembrance Day to solemnly recall the end of hostilities of World War I at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918. So in time, it came to be observed as a memorial day for all who had died in both world wars and in other subsequent conflicts. Well, in addition to that, it's interesting uh, to note that over 30 years ago, an international day of prayer for the persecuted was launched to coincide with this. And so the second Sunday of every November is an international day of prayer for the persecuted church. So upcoming this Sunday, the 13th of November, is being observed worldwide by over 300,000 congregations. And this is not just Christians praying for the persecuted church, it's Christians praying with the persecuted church. Mm. Do you know that there's over 400 million Christians living in the 66 countries of the world which severely restrict or persecute believers? Every year, between 200,000 to up to 400,000 Christians die as martyrs for Christ. And Christians, Christian brothers and sisters of ours, are being persecuted for the faith, targeted for the faith, in countries such as Afghanistan, which, by the way, now is the worst country in the world to be a Christian. Uh, Christians are being persecuted there more violently and viciously than even North Korea and Saudi Arabia, which before were the first or second a position of the worst countries in the world as far as persecution of believers goes. But just going alphabetically, Afghanistan, Algeria, Bangladesh, Bhutan, Burma, Red China, Congo, Cuba, Egypt, Eritrea, India, Indonesia, Iran, Iraq, Lagos, Malaysia, Morocco, Nepal, Nigeria, North Korea, Pakistan, Palestine, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Somalia, South Philippines, Sri Lanka, Syria, Tanzania, Tunisia, Turkey, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Vietnam, and Zimbabwe. In these countries, people are suffering for their faith. And our Lord Jesus said, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose the other world, therefore the world hates you. And the Apostle Paul strengthened the disciples and encouraged them to remain true for the faith by teaching, we must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. Our Lord Jesus Christ taught that many believers would forsake him when trouble or persecution comes or because of superficial commitment. And those with no roots in God's word would fall away quickly, as we read in 
Matthew 13, the parable of the sower. And so around the world, there is this movement called IDOP, or International Day of Prayer. International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted, our website, www.idop-africa.org, has all kinds of resources and information and prayer posters and prayer requests for the persecuted and some life-changing testimonies. Uh, remember the persecuted video, just a three-minute thing that can be shown to mobilize friends and family and school and church and neighbors and missions, new mountains of Sudan video, awesome French and German and behind the reliance for Christ and other important uh, resource that somebody can use. Hebrews 13 verse 3 says, Remember the prisoners as have chained with them, those who are mistreated, since you yourselves are in the body also. And so it's very important as we are on the 11th of the 11th to remember not only those who have fallen in the wars uh, through the years, but to remember those who are being targeted for the faith now because of their faith, because of their love for the Lord, because they're part of the body. And you cannot have it that one part of the body suffers and other parts of the body are disinterested. You can't stub your toe and the rest of your body be disinterested or have a, a root canal or a toothache or a migraine, the rest of the body say, well, you know, it doesn't affect us. Similarly, uh, when one part of the body rejoices, the whole body rejoices. Your mouth might be eating ice cream, but the whole body shares in the positiveness of that, uh, just as uh, when you stub your thumb with a hammer, uh, your whole body also (laughs) sympathizes with it. And so it is with the church. Uh, We have victories around the world we can celebrate and rejoice in, and we we have uh, afflictions and griefs that we need to share as well. And so it's so important to remember the persecuted, to pray for them, to seek to serve them. I've had the privilege of serving persecuted churches now for 40 years, aiming at restricted access areas. I've ministered in 38 countries. Um, I've had the privilege of conducting over 140 missions behind enemy lines into restricted access areas over these years mm. and produced the book, Frontline Behind Enemy Lines for Christ, seeking to be a voice for the persecuted and give the testimonies of people who I met and whose testimonies I learned in Mozambique and in Angola, in Rwanda and in Sudan and the Congo and Nigeria. And it's so important that we remember the persecutors. So often I've been asked when I've been in the field, do the Christians in South Africa pray for us? And it's so important for the friends in the Nuba Mountains of Sudan and northern Nigeria to know they're not alone, they're not forgotten, uh, that there are people who pray for them and to visit them and to bring them the support that they need. All this means a lot. So... Uh, on this day in history, as we remember that, well, it was on the 11th of November, 1793, Baptist missionary William Carey stepped ashore at Calcutta, India, to begin his incredible 42-year mission of Bible translation, establishing Christian schools and the first Christian college in Asia. Uh, that's an important milestone, but also to remember the persecuted, remember those who are in chains as though we are chained with them. So... Visit www.idop, IDOP, short for International Day of Prayer for the Persecutors, idop-africa.org. So idop-africa.org if you want news and articles and resources and PowerPoints and video links uh, to be able to mobilize more prayer and pressure for the persecutors. Love that. Thank you so much. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond, who's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, as well as the William Carey Bible Institute. Thank you so much, Dr. Hammond. Have yourself a wonderful day and a really peaceful weekend. Thank you. God bless.
This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.